Okay. Is that where you're, is that where you're sleeping? Yeah. Are you in the office? The club. I'm next to the office. You're How's that right? going? At the top of the stairs. It's good, man. There's a it's like a little futon cushion and a sheet and a blanket. I got the window open. It's so fucking uh perfect weather here. It's like high of 60 degrees, low of 53. Man, <laughs> I love a futon on the ground. Sincerely. It's good. Just throw the dog mat on the ground and let me wallow. I love that shit. Yeah. I feel like a big old hamster. I don't think I've ever done that one. <laughs> it's one of the better ones. When a mattress on the ground, you wake up, you're like, good God, should I just end it today? This is disgusting. <laughs> Who have yeah. I become? My mom, if she was alive, would kill herself if she saw this. But that futon on the ground doesn't feel bad. Well, it's temporary. <laughs> if you have a if you have a futon on the ground for a year and a half, I think maybe it would start to feel bad. <laughs> right. But a weekend, it's like a little hard surface therapy. I've oh, always yeah. enjoyed being connected to the earth when I'm asleep. If you could just sleep on the ground bareback and it didn't wreck you, I would be on the ground all the time. My wife would leave, but who cares? I got the earth. <laughs> I've got the ground. <laughs> yeah. That's grounds can, for a divorce. I can just make a fucking cowboy pocket pussy and put a little mud underneath me and just lay in that. I don't care. <laughs> the earth provides ground for sleeping, mud for fucking. That's right. St- stars for gazing. Bark, I mean, bark for stripping. Bark for peeling for entertainment. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When you think about all these ancient people, these indigenous folkways, it's like it all made sense. They just knew you could fuck the ground and wake up <laughs> under the stars. You didn't need a house. You could eat a fish if you found it. Maybe some berries. You don't have to wipe. I mean, primitivism is so much better than the trappings yes. of this. Less is more, which when I usually say that to a comic, I'm being cunty, but You're being the worst. Yeah, that's the worst thing you say to someone. <laughs> oh, no, like you said that to me. Get... Yeah, yes. You I said, said it to, to me. I said it to Becker. Yeah, uh-huh. I think you definitely. I don't think you were being cunty, though. I think we were talking about something else. No, he okay. was. You just didn't let it register. You had your shields <laughs> up. But yeah, whenever he I... says that to someone, that's him saying. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I ever thought Sam was being cunty to me was the first time I met him. He told me to never wear shorts on stage. And then the second time I saw him, he was wearing shorts on stage. So I thought he was gaslighting me. But that was good advice. I probably was. I was probably puppeteering to a certain degree. I think it was, it was good advice. It was, it was a do as I say. In their place. <laughs> it was a do as I say, not as I do. And it was a uh, new comic advice. Sam had gotten past that point and had had i think mostly l- obeyed that rule when you were newer right shorts on stage are brand new to me in the in like the eons of me doing stand-up i mean i remember when i first came on the scene we were all wearing three-piece suits because that's what you had to wear at Hugh hefner's playboy club <laughs> you know and then when i worked the chitlin circuit i wore dungarees you know i was more like a man of the people and then i think it was my first Rodney's young comedian special. <laughs> I had I had suspenders on and a bow tie. And that's a bad look. I remember Richard Belzer said, Hey, get it together, bozo. And that hurt. <laughs> that stung. When when the Belzer calls you a bozo, it's like fuck. I gotta recess this whole thing. But then Kennison took me and Ralphie May on the road for the uh, 1,200 pounds of fun tour. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> and uh, me and Ralphie rode out on those little motorbikes. We were wearing all leather. That was a fun era. And then, uh, of course, there was like kind of like the, you know, fucking just kind of dumb it down, wear like a dirty kind of like long sleeve coat. That was when me and Marin and Patton were running around the bay. Um, I remember I was splitting an apartment with David Cross and we were just eating cans of beans. <laughs> it was just nonstop beans and brown rice. And I remember um, a young Rita Rudner came over. God. And, you know, we were all taking turns with her. Uh, she was everyone's girl. And she said that we should uh, start wearing shorts. And me and Cross were like, we looked at each other and we were like, hey, Rita, you're going to wear us right now. And then we did Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's where the shorts on stage came from. Uh, when I peeled out of Rita Rudner, I was like, <laughs> yep, I, I can't wear these pants because they're fucking staying with your pussy, Rita. So I had to go up. I had to cut off the but know that below the knee I wore cutoffs on stage that night. Oh, you're so nasty. <laughs> you you were having fun and then you had to say the P word. Uh sorry, man. I mean that was when we started working blue. It was the same day we put on the shorts. That was like when Dylan went electric and started calling people cunts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing Dylan said into a microphone. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> he just took that mic in his hand and he went. What's up, you cunts? Welcome to Providence or wherever the hell he was. Dylan going electric had nothing to do with. Uh, he didn't. He didn't he never, not use never microphones. Mic- Shut That's up. That's why everyone liked him because they couldn't. Hear they couldn't his hear him. Bullshit poetry lyrics. Yeah, they were like these chords are pretty tight. I can't hear a word this guy's saying. But damn, he really strums. Yeah, the guitar and the harmonica did the talking for him, and then he plugged mm-hmm. in and was like, let's get a microphone involved, and uh, yeah, people hated it. Yeah, and he kept calling everyone slags and sluts and loose holes. <laughs> like, God, this guy's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he's been saying? Review. Yeah, that's what the New York Times said after Dylan went electric. They're like, this guy's totally fucked. This guy says it, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if the world is ready. <laughs> oh. Dylan had to have said it, right? Fucking cunts. He said it all. Didn't he? Wasn't he one of those like poetry warriors who like said slurs because it was like ahead of the time or something? He wanted to use the uh, parlance of the common people. Don't I don't know. brush your teeth. What are you doing? I'm doing brushing, whatever I want. Brushing one tooth. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're sharing the video. So. Oh. Yeah, no. Last uh, night I had a pretty cool thing go on, guys. All right. Uh, I went and saw Batman 89 in Symphony. Cool guy, friend of the pod, cool guy 87, David Bory was there with Mel. And uh, Mel had never seen the movie, so that was cool to like see, see an adult actually enjoy it. Whoa. Damn. Because you never know if you got your nostalgic, nostalgic goggles on. But Bory lost his fucking mind. He is in love with the Joker now. He, he like came at intermission. We, I went up to him and was like, Do you like it? How, how are you digging it? And he was like, dude, the Joker, who cares about Batman? He's an artist. I never knew that. <laughs> it ruled. Yeah. David Borey, who's supposed to be this cultural fucking flagpole, has never seen the first Batman. I don't know that I ever caught the line, I'm a homicidal artist before. Mm. Yeah, remember, isn't he like painting at some point? Like he paints the walls and throws paint all over like and the all, museum. Yeah, and all of his murders he describes as his art and like breaks it down in a really weird way. There, I just didn't absorb that as a kid, and I haven't seen the movie in probably like 15 years. 
Damn. Yeah. Maybe I missed that too when I was six because that movie's for babies, but I'm glad you guys had a breakthrough. It was pretty cool with a symphony there and we were all pretty fucking stoned. So it ruled, man. Feeling it in your chest. Yeah. That uh, That sounds really cool. Uh, It it was at uh, Boucher Theater in the Mm. Performing Arts Complex. Right. Yeah. It was bitching. Yeah, I saw Mel's uh, stories of it. It was like there was a cube hanging over the symphony, and on that cube there was four screens, right? Yeah, and I learned my lesson in Looney Tunes, so me and Mitch had seats that like just faced a screen at like eye level, and then we'd have to look down at the symphony, so it ruled. I thought thought Mitch was working as a human chair. That's good. (laughs) I'm glad he was just able to enjoy it. Matt Oren kept crying, which was adorable. Oh no! Yeah, like full blown ugly crying because he was so happy to see that movie. I think it was a big part of him, like his first coming year out. out. Yeah, being like an adult, <laughs> coming out as a geek. Yeah, <laughs> as an A plus Dorcas Malarcus. Yeah, <laughs> I remember him. Orin, Orin sat his family down. He's like, "Mummy, Daddy, I gotta let you know." Your little baby boy is not going to be working in the rock and roll factory much longer with cousin Robert. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. I have to get mommy. Daddy. I'm an A plus Dwangus, and I'll be at the comic book convention this weekend. <laughs> cousin Robert's playing some folk festival in Newport, but I can't go. I think he's going to plug, 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 plug in his guitar. <laughs> he's Jewish. You guys don't know. You guys don't know Matt Oren. Uh, and that's on you. <laughs> that's on you, the listener. That's not our problem. Uh, I wonder. I would like to hear feedback from the listeners. What's uh, dorkier, tearing up at a symphony playing the score to Batman '89, or tearing up at the national anthem before a football game? <laughs> These are They're both not. these are both no. ridiculous times no. to tear up and cry for it's sure. False which 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 one is dumber and more ridiculous? Okay, then let's add a third option to that too. So we've got tearing up at the Batman Symphony, uh tearing up before a football game when the national anthem comes. Or tearing up at 7-Eleven when there's nothing on the rollers. How about about walking into a 7-Eleven, seeing the rollers barren, and dropping to your knees and saying, Take me, you coward! That's one. (laughs) (laughs) Tearing up at the Chevelle song, Mexican Sun. Which one? (laughs) Not even a B-side, a C-side. Dude, I'm... (laughs) I've been thinking about it. Um, I'm going to go to Chevelle. Uh, You're blowing off high planes to go to Chevelle. I want to see them. I'm not blowing off high planes. I can almost guarantee that like the last several years, I will have the Fine Gentleman's Club show Friday night Uh and Chubby Behemoth Behemoth Saturday during the day. So Mm -hmm. what I would be missing out on uh, in order to see one of my favorite bands would be 250 of us uh, inside and outside of Mutiny on South Broadway, sweating to the oldies, uh, music thumping, white people dancing poorly, minorities dancing well. So you're describing the Chevelle show. No, no, no. (laughs) It's the exact same thing you've experienced there. All the dumbest (laughs) white people in Denver 
get together to do the fucking Bobby Crane bounce dance. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be surfing at the Fillmore while uh, a bunch of people are trying trying to get into mutiny by lying about being friends with Bori or Karen. I can't think of her last name, but we're good friends. <laughs> uh, and yeah. Dude, uh, been there, done I love that. you. I love you. You're just so committed to the bit of being cantankerous and antisocial. It's it's a lot. Come on, you don't. What's it's less than being at Chevelle, surrounded no. by every Meineke manager from Douglas County. <laughs> Those are my people, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess high play- adult high- super spies, self-identified spies are your people. <laughs> oh, they have a. Chevelle has an album that has the word spies in it. It's like B sides and live tracks, and it's something like 12 spies or something. <laughs> Whoopsie. I don't care. I will have my fill of running into people that I like on Broadway and catching up uh, Thursday, Friday. Maybe just Friday. I'll show up Friday. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to come up. <laughs> I don't have to. I'm not booked, Terry. Barry, I'm not booked. I'm not going to be there. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Well, just wait to buy tickets in case we like have a cool show on Saturday. Yeah, I haven't even I haven't heard shit. I guess I'm maybe still considered local, so they haven't contacted the Denver Comics yet. Have you talked to anybody about it? Yeah, we're gonna try and get you in. <laughs> I think I think me and Becker are gonna have you as a guest on Chubby Behemoth. Sneak me in under a yeah. under a under a uh, trench coat. I will stop brushing doing, your teeth. I'm not brushing. I'm just kind of picking. Yeah, yeah that's. Better. I don't use I don't use the bristles. I use the sharp back, and I just get back there and rub my gums. Um, I think we're doing WB at the high dive this year. Nice. What I was told. Mm. That'll yeah. be cool. Wait, but they don't. Oh, some of the podcasts are over there yeah the bigger ones and now that we're like a huge deal and uh everyone has to kiss our fucking cock we get to do the high dive yeah i told them if we don't get the high dive i'm not doing the fucking festival (laughs) that's what they did they sent me a handwritten apology via fucking carrier pigeon (laughs) yeah now that That the big podcasts are allowed to air because of the strike whoa is that true yeah dude anybody who's sag after isn't allowed to podcast period what w- WGA? No WGA, no SAG after that. Oh, I new hope this thing goes on side. forever. Dude, literally <laughs> the only person left who's not SAG after who's in like the top ten is Rogan. Oh my god, that means we're going to the top ten. Yeah, that's that's part of no like, alliances. I behind got nothing. The, yeah, behind the scenes, that's part of why I'm like, fuck, I need to get on this and get the schedule right and get the podcast going on a Very dial. It's like, yeah. yeah, that's part of my weird stress about it. Is like, yo, this is prime time well i'm glad you're stressed uh before you got in here (laughs) becker yelled at me i didn't yell uh you did you said hey you're the only one of these two fat fucks that will listen to me so i'm gonna let you have it man (laughs) nasty man and then you (laughs) and then and then you sent me a picture of below your waist your hand doing this <laughs> and it said oh you one so, <laughs> damn you got I bullied. looked at it i looked yeah, yeah no man. yeah we got to figure that out we will it's just i don't have a fixed address now so shit's a bit fucked i know all right 
And when you guys signed on to work with a madman, you knew <laughs> that you were going to be spending some late nights in the laboratory. All right? Oh, I know. I understand. That's why yeah. I wasn't like yelling at you. I was just explaining. You, like, you made me feel small and worthless. And that's oh, okay. Don't, don't feel small. You're the best. No, no, it's okay. I know where I stand. I stand beneath you as you piss on me from a ladder. <laughs> and say it's raining. <laughs> yeah. No, Becker, you're you're legit, and I appreciate you uh, venting uh, righteously and directly. And we're good, man. I take that, and I just turn it into more fuel to uh, to climb, man. It's just yeah. more rope for me to, to climb up. And, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, it's just uh, plan- yeah. planning's all my bitches. It's not like you're an asshole or mean or no, do anything wrong I'm, just, I'm doing it on purpose planning. yeah and also i did a podcast uh that was supposed to come out as like a swap cast earlier this week in chicago and god damn it, it i mean i love you i love you guys but that was the worst thing i've ever done all right and i helped my dad kill my mom <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you each had one side of the pillow yeah uh-huh yeah i sold my sister into uh sex shadow slavery for a while and this was worse all right <laughs> what was the topic God, there was no topic it was one of the funniest people i know and his two friends and uh i mean i don't want to I, I know melton you listen i'm sorry dude but i can't put out that dog shit podcast we did <laughs> there was just it was two like relatively funny guys doing puns back and forth and then there was a third man just doing a constant barely audible mumbling stream of consciousness thing underneath and (laughs) dude it was crazy it was like i was in a fucking cronenberg film it was so confusing and i kept like looking over waiting for him to stop and he would say stuff like he's looking at me right now he wants to know why i won't quit talking he keeps looking at me (laughs) whoa look yeah and i had him like in my ear my headphones so i could hear everything he said over the other two you know figuring out new ways to call me fat (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, it was truly brutal. So we can't put that out. But I did want to tell you this one. Um, I'm hoping that when we're together next time, we can take a picture together. Um, I, I'd like to take a picture of you. Um, but hopefully, someone has three cameras. <laughs> that was a joke they used on me. Oh, okay. so see, that's yeah. why we can't put it out. It was brutal, dude. Why would it went have- for an hour and a half? Oh, I'm glad it was. I'm glad it was long and awful. <laughs> it was. I was like, "Yeah, dude, I'll put this out. We'll help get some fucking ears on your pod." I know you're really funny, Jason, but uh, shit, it was. It was worse than Rogan. <laughs> I thought Rogan was good. No one. No, Rogan was fine. But as far as like me being confused as to what people were saying, it was. Uh, yeah. On the same level. Um. And then I had an electric car. I mean, my whole week has just been fucked, but that's okay. I can be the whipping post for everyone to lash out at and tie their mules up to me so the mules can shit and piss on my leg. Wait, so I'm all you, right with it, man. You told me when we when you rented a car to go from L.A. to San Diego, the guy no tried to car. the guy tried to foist an electric car on you, and you mm-hmm. said, "Uh-uh." What happened this yeah. time? You you gave up. You rolled over and showed showed the guy your belly. <laughs> no. You submit. You submitted to the Alpha Rental Car Salesman. It was actually an Avis, but yeah, no, I had a, <laughs> I have Avis Preferred, so I rented the car. I got to Chicago and I was gonna just take an Uber to Byron's, but it was like seventy bucks. 
because it was like five o'clock. And I was like, well, fuck this. I'll just rent a car because it'll probably be the same. And then I can drive to Wisconsin the next night. So I get to the airport and I rent the car there in the lobby. And I, cl- I click mystery car because it was remarkably cheaper than the other options. So I have mystery car selected and they say, <laughs> you're Avis preferred. I was hoping it would be the mystery machine, Scooby and Shaggy and the, yeah, the, the, gang. Les, the, les, yeah, the lesbian one who has the big tits and would probably let me in. Uh, Velma. You know, what was her name? Velma. Velma. Yeah, Vel, yeah, Velcro. I would. Uh, <laughs> I was always into her and Dampney. And I was always like, why is her name Dampney? <laughs> She's damp. She's damp, but only below the knee? You have to fuck the back of her knee? Is that what I'm hearing? She's stuck in mud. <laughs> <laughs> Lubed up. I mean, I know it's not like a popular take, but man, what's underneath that sweater, Velma? Yeah, a couple puppies. How many how many hardogram tattoos are on your tits, Velma, you secret freak? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that'd be crazy if Velma was into <laughs> Bam. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. And him, but yeah, yeah, him was big, dude. Some of the hottest chicks I knew were into him. All right, keep going. Mystery what was car. I talking about? Oh Rin- yeah, R- Av- Avis. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, dude. It's You're been twat. frantic. This week's been fucked, man. Yeah. I we moved out of our house the first two days, and then uh, we do the roast and. No one's feelings were hurt, which disappointed me. And the, next day, the next day, I fly to Chicago, and this is what I'm dealing with. So, um, we, I get the car, and I go, and they say, your ape is preferred. Your keys are in the car. Go to the spot in the lot. Skip the desk. So I get there. And it's this little egg mobile, and I'm like, oh, it's probably a Yaris or uh, you know, one of those little cars that gets like 50 miles per gallon, which I love those little cars. Um and I get in, I drive it off the lot, and then I'm like a half an hour away, and I finally get to Byron's, and I'm like, wait, why is it telling me the voltage that it's using? <laughs> wait, what the fuck is this? It was a Chevy Volt, dude. Yeah. I had a Chevy Volt, pure electric. And I was like, damn, I now I know what Dylan felt like, because I just sat behind the wheel and blurred. <laughs> vi- 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 vivid electric reads like cinema. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> What I've heard you're the back of my book. (laughs) I've I've heard that pitch a few times. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you have. Yeah. I've added Cat William to the back of the book. Cat Williams is on there now. (laughs) And and his quote is just, damn, he's so (laughs) that's his review of my book. But so yeah, dude, I had this fucking electric car. So I do my two shows at Humble Jungle. Shout out Joe. Shout out Nathan. That room rules. And then uh, I go back to Byron's. We take it nice and easy. I get up the next morning and I go to Melton's fucking pod. And as I'm sitting there wondering if I could kill all three of them at once, <laughs> I was like, how do, how do I do, how would I do this? There was like 40 minutes in the pod. I was like, okay, I could probably grab that off the wall and shove it through this mumbler guy's head. And then I could just bonk Melton and Max's heads together until they were nothing but pulp. And then I could be out of here. Um, yeah, I mean, I was I was homicidal. I was the maniac. Was you were the Joker. Homicidal maniac. I was, dude. And David would have cried if he saw me do my song. <laughs> Wait till they get a load of me. 
Yeah, Matt Oren would have been like, he's great, man. He's great. <laughs> That's great. I love what he's doing. That's great. I think I think Oren cried because Yuris did the roast. He cried Oren at the roast. Yeah. yeah. He said Yuris anyway. destroyed. Well, Shout out Yuris. They're in the tribe together. You know. No, I don't think I don't think that it was a false allegiance. I think. Oh it yeah, because was... you were you were there, right? Oh no, wait, you blew it off. Yeah, I didn't care. I had to make you didn't money. Care. Doing I had what? To get, I had to get paid. I had to bartend. Oh yeah. Good point. All right. You're off the hook. Also, I sent in a video and I heard that that crushed pretty hard too. So you're welcome. Yeah, it did do good. Um, Hiker ate it. But other than that, everyone did good. Nice. (laughs) They had to make Hiker another suit so he could wear it more. (laughs) (laughs) Double, double, double suit. (laughs) Yeah. It looked like he was going on a fucking. (laughs) It looked like he was going snowshoeing because he was wearing so much of it. It was like he put on David Borey and my entire wardrobe. He was wearing all of it. He did open with a very good joke. He said, a lot of people call Sam Talent the Michael Jordan of Colorado comedy because his gambling got his mom killed. So that was good. <laughs> Great joke. And then I had a microphone on stage and I said, you can't follow that. And he went, uh, what? And then he couldn't follow it. And he just, <laughs> just, I, they brought out an extra box of it so he could put more of it on. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, everyone did good at the road. Alec Flynn did good. Bory just said, uh, he, my favorite Bory joke was, Mitch Jones, who cares? <laughs> yeah, Mitch, Mitch, Mitch told me about that one. Yeah. That's why Mitch was yeah. crying at Batman. Yeah. <laughs> he was reliving the roast. And also because they didn't have free popcorn refills. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my own I brought my own vessel. Just fill it up. It's a trash can, sir. You said, you said it's BYO box. I got my box. Let me get some puppies in it. That's how he talks. It's insane. Uh so yeah, I, so I do that podcast and I hate it, and then <laughs> it goes long, and I have an hour and a half to get from Chicago to Waukesha, Wisconsin, and it takes two hours, so that's good news. <laughs> so I hit up the guy and I'm like, hey dude, I'm going to be late, and then I see that the car is flashing charge battery now, because I don't know, like it just like lost like 50 miles worth of charge. Like, I had enough charge to get there, I thought. But I'm just trying to find a fucking electric car charging station in the northern Chicago suburbs and southern uh, Wisconsin. I'm pulling into malls. I plug into a mall. It says charging complete in 13 hours. Fuck. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I bail out of there. I find a Jewel Osco. There's some car uh, at that one. I can't use that charging stand. I finally find a fucking Land Rover dealership in Waukesha, Wisconsin. And I pull in. And I pull a total or and I act like I've been crying for clout. <laughs> and I, I go in the door and I'm like, hey, I'm incredibly stupid. I rented this car this morning. It's an electric. I don't know what to do. And they're like, we got you. So I plugged in there, went and did the show, got my car, got back to Chicago, hung out with a couple of guys you guys might like. Sean Chanel? Patton and David Cross. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. David Cross filmed a special in Chicago at the Metro on Thursday, and Patton was opening. 
So we got to go hang out with them. And uh, dude, you know who was there? The fucking ex-husband from Veep. Nice. Yeah, that guy Uh-oh. was there. Yeah. Adrian Brody esque. Yeah, Adrian Brody Jr. Yeah, Hawkbill knows. And then also the guy from Super Bad who works at the convenience store. Who's uh, when uh, they try to steal the beer and they break all the bottles? He says, "Fuck my life" or whatever. That fat guy. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah, he was there, and it was me, Sean Patton, and him hanging out. And I was like, "Hey, it looks like we're all waiting for Horatio Sands to finally get canceled." And he was like, "What?" <laughs> he loved it. I was like, "All right, chill." Yeah, because I think he's lost a lot of roles to Horatio Sands throughout his career. Wait, and, is it and is... Horatio Sands is finally canceled? Is that the dude yeah. from uh, Severance? I uh, I don't know. He's a real he's a real dollop a Daisy. No, no, it's not Severance. Anyway, he's a real rotting pumpkin of a man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real uh, past his prime melon. Shit. That's cool. Did you talk to David Cross much? No, he was not interested in anything I had to offer. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did tell him, or Sean was like, this is Sam Talent. He's on the cutting edge of shorts on stage. And I was like, yeah, man, I got it from you. And I loved Ron Runny Ron, dude. I loved Ron Runny Ron. That was like so important to me and my friends. And he's like, thanks, man. So that was nice. But yeah. other than that, he pretty much just threw a handful of quarters and me and Byron chased him. <laughs> <laughs> Byron was in there being like, yes, come now, come, come. Good evening, Mister Cross. Yes, he's villainous. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, well, poor Byron was just at home getting high in his undies, letting his dog lick his penis, and then I hit him up, and I was like. Hey, dude, I guess Patton's in town with David Cross. Do you want to chill? So he threw on his uh, best sweater vest, you know, and came out to the bar. And he was just like fucking cross-eyed, like Becker stoned. Just like, ugh. And I was like, yeah, dude. So I told the, I told Patton that uh, you opened for me tonight, so it wouldn't be weird if you came. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, we were in Waukesha, Wisconsin. It was a bar show. You did great. And he was like, oh, I can't. I can't begin to take in this information. And I was like, all right, just don't talk then. Hold on. What? The, I thought that this laptop was charging and it's not, so I need to check it. Okay. Classic Lund maneuver. <laughs> We're all trying to quit something. Maybe we want to quit. <laughs> that was a cool little dosy do. Not even the first sentence of your first ad read. <laughs> you beef it right away. Yeah, I'm probably going to leave that in. Yeah, we're all trying to quit something. Maybe we want to quit hitting snooze on the alarm. Maybe it's quitting weekly shopping sprees. If you're trying to quit that nasty none hand of, of mouth, none habit, of our listeners are going on weekly shopping sprees. These yeah. people can't buy salt and bullets with their crypto fast enough. They're not going to fucking Bed Bath and Beyond and getting a bunch of neck pillows. What insane copy? Sorry, go ahead. Weekly shopping sprees. Did they give us the one for like guys we fucked? <laughs> this, is, this is this is girl copy we've received how much uh, uh, but if you're you... trying to quit that nasty hand-to-mouth habit you're not alone fume can help it's an innovative device that takes what's, the a, what's a nasty hand-to-mouth habit eating your own loads is that uh, what we're yeah. talking about also um suckers popsicles they're bad they'll rot your teeth 
Oh, yeah. Also, pistachios, you got to take the shells off, boys. I've been doing my research. Yeah. My teeth are dust. And too many nuts will just fuck your stomach in general. Yeah, you're telling me that's what they did to Rod Stewart. They had to pump his stomach. <laughs> too many nuts. Too many nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, tell me, tell me more about fume, Becker. <laughs> it's an innovative device that takes the bad out of bad habit. Instead of electronics, vapor, or harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural flavored air. It does, and I've I've sucked on that bad boy until the cartridge went rank. Uh, yeah, you just—it's like uh, remember those old like metal pipes that your uncle would have that had like the the bowl you could unscrew. Yeah, and then they got super hot after like two tokes, but they were really good for hitting resin out of. Yeah, or they'd have like remember the those? rubber baby nipple on it, and it'd be way yes, too hot dude. on the first hit, but it still Correct. worked really great. Yeah, it's like if they repurposed all of those old uh, pipes into a uh, into a, uh, a hand-to-mouth device. Yeah, they're really I think cool. that's all we're legally allowed to call it, is a hand-to-mouth device. It is. But yeah. it's got an adjustable airflow dial on the bottom that's like made mm-hmm. with uh, magnets, and it's really great for fidgeting. And oh, yeah, can, it is. You're right. Yeah, and you can adjust the amount of air you're getting through to t- totally customize your experience. Mm-hmm. I like that. Is uh now tell us how do we get our hands on this fume device? Uh you can get fume by uh and also they have these flavor packets that are fun and they taste good. And also like if you don't have any gum, it's a good way to uh to freshen your breath a little bit. And that's just my take. That's not any there's nothing uh in the copy about that, but you can suck on that thing and it'll uh, make you taste less nasty. Have you had the cranberry one? Yeah, I've had them all, dude. They're fun. The black pepper one was too spicy. I think I've ruined my throat with uh, other hand-to-mouth habits. Yeah, I don't think that uh, that that was not my favorite, but the rest were good. I think there was like a molasses or like a maple syrup. That was good. Yeah, that was really good. But Hunter loved the black pepper one when he was over here crashing. So I think it's just that I'm And Hunter's had, he's had everything in his mouth. So he knows. If he likes fume, he's a fan. Yeah. And Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. There's no reason that can't be you. Head to Fume.com and use code CHUBBY to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfum.com and use code CHUBBY to save an additional 10% off your order today. Now, back to the show. Lund, are you there, buddy? Lund? That worked good. Speed that air around it. It'll be easy to find. He's still playing with the wire. Okay. He's he's in concentration mode. <clears throat> um while we got dead. Becker, time, yeah. What were you gonna say? Well no, we can we can talk. Um have you looked into anything specific for uh Japan that you want to do? Well, that's exactly what I was just gonna ask you. Do you have I just need to like order them soon if I'm gonna do it? Do you think going to Universal would be fun? Bro, I mean, I love you, and if you're into that kind of thing, we could do it, but I don't want to go to a fucking American amusement park when we're in Japan. No, I could go either way for the same reason. It's just free, and I thought it like half of that theme park is just old America scenes that Japanese people geek out for. So I thought that might be hysterical to point and laugh at, but we don't have to go at all. I don't know, man. I just feel like we're going to go to Elitch's in fucking Japan. I, I mean, kind of felt the same way. That's why I'm not pushing for it. But it's available. It's just a thing we could do. 
Do we go to Universal Studios Japan or do we go watch a man fight an octopus? Man fight an octopus. You know octopus. what I mean? Yeah, no. Let's go 100%. watch a man fight an octopus every time. Yeah, I agree. And I just maybe and didn't want to drop the, I didn't want to get there and you'd be like, I wanted to drive Mario Kart and laugh at Japanese guys pretending like they were greasers in 50 San Francisco. And no, we, can just do that in, we can just do that in Harajuku. We can okay. just go l- look at a bunch of uh, Japanese pony boys. That will be fine. Dude, the island's going to run out of chicken. I'm going to eat so much karaage. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be hell on earth. <laughs> There's going to be like a noticeable like downturn in fish uh, mortality when we're there, dude. I bought bigger shorts to bring with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you, you brought preparatory pants? <laughs> I, bought, I bought three pairs of shorts that are a size bigger than what I currently need. Because oh, I feel shit. like I'm going to be bloated and scroted the whole time. I mean, dude, you're going to be a nightmare. You're going to be so fucking full of food. And also the whole weed. Th- I mean, are you going to try and smuggle? No, I'm not smuggling anything. You're not. What are you going to do? Just be drunk and full the whole time? Yeah, and they have like THCA gummies that I'm going to be able to get that should be enough that it'll just keep me normal. And when we're traveling and like busy and having fun all day, it's not the same. I'll be tired enough to go to sleep. And okay, sleep. I'll put, I'll put you in the like, million dollar dream. Yeah, I'm so yeah. pissed. I'm so I'm pissed right hot. now. What's wrong? Gonna, What's up? I'm, I'm gonna explode. I the computer hasn't been charging this whole time. It has the icon that it's plugged in, so I thought it was fine, and now it's like dying. And I just tried. There's like seven outlets near me, and none of them helped. So I'm pissed. Fuck, dude. I'm sorry. Is it yeah. an outlet situation? It's a co- it's the cord. It's not. So we're we're working. both cord boys today. So I blew my wad on the trip, but when we get home, I'm still planning on buying a computer and giving you this one, Nathan. That's great, but this is I'm borrowing this, so it's not mine. It's just oh oh yeah, it's but it oh I gotcha yeah. It's as if I'm using my old bullshit I, setup. I thought this was your computer. Yeah, I thought no. you were having a lying wire situation like usual same shit different <laughs> computer damn it's like you're in groundhog's day dude but you're, you're it's, it's just hogs hogs day because <laughs> you're a hog <laughs> i was so happy i was so happy with this setup it was pieced together uh quickly and uh uh came together without issue and then there's this and we've got we're supposed to do another 20 minutes so I'm just going to cut my own dick off and bleed out. Well, you're saying in a humongous drug addict's flop house. You thought the tech was going to be good? (laughs) I mean, it's legit. (laughs) This this guy, Mark Mark Sanders, is uh, much more put together than anybody else in Humboldt. (laughs) I don't know if he's (laughs) barely hanging on and he has a horrible secret. Like, the cartel is looking for him, (laughs) but... He seems to be, uh, yeah, he's a good-looking guy, clean-cut guy, nice guy. and he, All it takes to be put together in Humboldt this. is not having a lizard on your bicycle basket. <laughs> you know? like that, that could be the fucking the senator from Humboldt County. It's just a guy who uh, doesn't have uh, any visible track marks. <laughs> he, has he just shoots up like, in his thigh. That is true. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know what's crazy? Uh, I tell you about the when I was doing improv and I uh, befriended uh, this guy who was an acolyte of Del Close, and he ran the improv theater down there at the Bovine. 
And one time during a scene, he grabbed me by the wrist and pushed up my long sleeve flannel shirt. And it just, he, and he looked over my forearms and like my elbow divot. And he was like, I knew a guy who used to wear long sleeve shirts. He hit his track marks with him. I don't want you going down that road, Sam. I know you're stoned <laughs> in here all the time. You come to improv class high as hell. And that's all right because it helps you tap in. But if you get on the fucking spike, man, I know your mom's phone number. She pays for this class. And I'll call her and I'll tell her her little baby boy has been turned out by the white dragon. Like in <laughs> class <laughs> with <laughs> everyone else. It was Damn. nuts. <laughs> Damn. He cared. He did yeah. care. But you could have just done it privately. And also, why would you think I was on heroin? I was a mess. Well, you were probably funny like you were that loose. Yeah, like, I mean, the sorry only time that I, I see new guys this loose is when they're spiking. Yeah, it's like, sorry, I'm, you know, funnier than this 58-year-old man and uh, this widower. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think I'll be okay. Yeah, he thought you were stealing valor. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I've never have. I've never spiked it. Me neither. Yeah, like th they both lied. Oh, dude, last night uh, <laughs> I had. So this dude left before I could like get a picture, get his story. But this dude was, uh, I think he was like a Tyree Dillard, like no, uh, he was stumped, du double stumped, but like oh. ma massive upper body, like big long arms, and then like stumped. And I can't remember if he had like. Shit shoes on he was waiting to talk to me and a couple other people were uh hogging they were hogging the hog and he bailed so hopefully he comes back tonight because i want to know what's up he was uh smushed but from the waist down oh my god you ran into the fucking bodybuilding half man of arcada he was he was he had a neck god didn't smush him from the from above Satan mushed him up from below. <laughs> and he was That's the rarest mush. A mush versus <laughs> yeah. mush. He was intriguing, but I yeah, there uh shout out to uh <laughs> He was the intriguing. Young, the there young was couple something about him that made was, me think. <laughs> he was captivating. Uh but yeah, I didn't get freak. to talk to him. There was a, a dude that listens to the pod. Uh, I think his name was Connor and his uh, tiny fiance were great. And we were talking, she works at the zoo and I shit on the zoo. I was like, nice. man, I, that skywalk is super fun. The zoo is garbage. And then afterwards <laughs> she was like, I work at the zoo. And I was like, oh, okay, well don't let an owl take you away because then you won't work at the zoo anymore. <laughs> they got to be careful with her. There's uh, several animals that they have that could tear her to pieces. So she's got to look out. She's very I like, small. Uh, I like the idea of you making fun of her. And she's like, well, why don't you come to the zoo tomorrow free? And then she like leads you in. And she's like, oh, and this over here is where we keep the, uh, the wild boars. And you're like, oh, cool. And she's like, yeah, come closer. And then you're like, I don't know. And then she like holds up a carrot. And you're like, oh, okay. And then you, you follow her into the boar cage. And then she leaves the cage, and then you're just in the zoo. <laughs> and you live there, and you're an exhibit now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they uh, All right. knock me out, <laughs> remove my vocal cords so I can't scream. I can only grunt. Yeah. Kind of like Byron when he meets David Cross. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got to get over there. I think I might uh, walk over there. Also, oh, dude, the other thing. God, Becker talked too much, so I wasn't able to get my shit in. Get your shit out. No, Becker's sorry. good. Becker's lucid, and I hate it. Uh, <laughs> after after the show, uh, Nathan Davis Floyd, otherwise known as Three Names, That's right. uh, was hanging out. I asked him if we could get some food, and he said sure, and we drove through Jack in the Box, and he was maybe stoned. He like maybe had a maybe. couple beers. He was. I'm saying he, he was. He, he was wasted. He wasn't wasted. But yeah. he, he had painted open eye bulbs on his <laughs> eyelids. You would think that he was with you. He uh, he ordered before me, and I was in awe because he got no. the Snoop. He got the Snoop Munchie box, which is the late night thing. You know, it's like a a, a chicken sandwich. Hey, buddy, I don't know. Please explain. <laughs> I don't either. Well, no, the, the munchie boxes are late night only, and they come with a bunch of food. The Snoop one is new, and it has like this long chicken sandwich, like open, you know, like a hot dog bun, like big hot dog bun with like popcorn chicken and cheese in it, and then a taco and po fries. Man's po boy. Yeah, it's like a po' boy bun. A uh, bunch of... Uh, fries or curly fries maybe both and a brownie and then he also ordered a chicken biscuit sandwich and something else he it was wild it was like more than i ordered and i was surprised also spoiler alert he didn't eat the brownie or the chicken biscuit i did (laughs) (laughs) so so i ended up winning (laughs) the war did he say I don't want this, or did you just eat it while he was driving? I got it. Yeah, I snaked. Yeah. I, I snaked it and I slurped it. No, he uh, he tapped out, and I was. He was like, you, "You can eat this tomorrow," and I said, "I'm gonna eat the brownie right now and the sandwich in like an hour." And sure enough, I didn't eat the brownie right then, but I ate both of those things before I went to bed. Self fulfilling prophecy. You called your shot. You're like Babe Ruth. <laughs> You're like babe the pig Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh the the a standard uh late munching box. Uh you have a few options. I got a double jack, double cheeseburger, two tacos, uh half curly fries, half regular fries, and added a cluck chicken sandwich. So it was a lot of food. And I was surprised how quickly it disappeared, but it did. Uh, I had had breakfast earlier in the day, and then that, <laughs> and uh, yeah, lived to re- lived to not regret it. No regrets. Uh, you call that living? That's <laughs> fucked, man. <laughs> well, also, I'm here at the club alone, so I and the bathroom has the like fucking fighter jet engine attached to the toilet so i knew i wasn't gonna oh, have yeah. no plungers <laughs> nice. necessary so there's yeah, no that fear toilet up there that's like the best part of the club is that <laughs> toilet <laughs> it's just uh, funny to think of all the fucking giant bearded mutant men who uh eat like you do just punishing that toilet to the point where like durant was like well we could pay people for the festival or we could finally fix our toilet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or we could get the greatest toilet of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a good show last night. Decent crowd. Uh, yeah. Not a ton of people, but 
They were fun. Also, there was a snake guy, a guy who also inherited a ball python, but from his son as opposed to his uh, brother and sister-in-law. What, so we his son died. No, I th- I was scared that he had. Oh, and I I said, did the snake eat him? Why are you keeping the snake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think he went to college or something, and so this guy like begrudgingly took in a snake. And so we bonded a little bit over that. He bought me a, a beer after the show. Oh, nice. You broke edge with your snake friend? No, it was You're a like, non-alcoholic these, beer. These are my people. Might as well be myself for once. Yeah, you get humble, drunk. I, I drink. Eat a, <laughs> eat a bunch of Jack in the Box. Didn't you do blow up there once? I have done blow uh, 12 feet from where I'm sitting right now. But it was a, <laughs> it wasn't it was like a bump. It wasn't like two big old fucking heavy breathers it was just just a taste (laughs) just to fit in just to prove i wasn't a cop (laughs) now lund here's a question sincerely if we're hanging out in japan and we happen to cross paths with you know some some businessmen you know some uh some upper tier bureaucrats if you will uh what america refers to as organized crime and they just call a uh, part of society there if a scary man with a bunch of tattoos offers you a drink are you going to turn it down because yeah. but no that's like the ultimate form of disrespect yeah you need to Fuck do the shoulder move yeah you have to over the shoulder at one i don't have to do shit one's <laughs> gonna go up against the yakuza while we're in japan yeah, because he doesn't want to have a drink. What's what's more important, your sobriety or your head being connected to your shoulders? I mean, I sincerely doubt that we'll run into someone who will demand that I drink a drink. If it's somebody that is actually if it's somebody that's actually scary, maybe I'll have some and then uh figure it out later. It, I, and it's not like it's I don't know, gun to my head, I will stand strong with my sobriety. But I don't think okay. that's going to happen. I think we'll be fine. Dude, we're we're running in some wild circles while we're there. We better not. We're, we're going to go to a human horse race. Uh, like I told <laughs> Becker, man fighting an octopus, we're going to attend that. You're just uh, lying. We, no, what? dude, we're going to a Genki Genki show. We're doing it. We're doing I it wish. big. We are. We're going to get some real fucked up nasty stuff. And if a Yakuza wants you to take a shot of soju, you have to. Yeah. Because I'm not fighting my way out like Kill Bill. That'd be crazy. If we were in a Kill (laughs) Bill situation. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, that would be crazy. (laughs) We kill 200 people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Michael Michael Madsen's there. You just see... You just see Melton and the two co-hosts in every face and just go yeah. red. And just... <laughs> yeah, the Kill Bill music starts playing. <laughs> I just hear that man mumbling in my ear. <laughs> yeah, kill them. Kill them all, Sam. Start with me. Everywhere you look is me. <laughs> right the wrong. You'll never get that I 90 just... minutes back. I won't, dude. And also, I had to charge the car. But anyway, yeah, I just... Uh... I just need you to uh, promise me and Becker that you'll protect us by having a drink if you have to. Yeah, I guess if uh, 
Everybody that offers me a drink is potentially Yakuza. I could have a pretty good time without, <laughs> without feeling bad. <laughs> now you're getting it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> now you're understanding what I'm saying. You, well, you know what's the you true know what's, intent. You know what's more disrespectful than turning down a drink is drinking those drinks and then taking my shirt off and running, <laughs> running around screaming about how I'm the <laughs> king of Japan. <laughs> yeah, I'm the emperor. The shogun is here. Are you just running through paper walls? <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm breaking chairs. I'm sm- yeah. pushing faces. It could yeah, be you're still full Kool Aid man. It could be yeah, it could be a lot more disrespectful than a, than a polite. Uh, no, thank you. I don't drink. So we'll see. Oh, uh, we'll see. I cannot wait because I think that there's going to be some of these gentlemen crossing paths with you. Yeah, because last time you were over there, you were turned you became a contract killer yeah human bunk bed tummy table that sort of thing you owe a huge debt to to uh the second and third in command i made a hundred thousand yen on the tokyo big boy circuit (laughs) stop running the bit i love the bit i can't i'm gonna you guys know i'm gonna say that maybe every 10 minutes while we're there (laughs) it's totally fine thank you becker see becker's with it i'm gonna have fun yeah, I'm we're all gonna have fun, man. Did Del Close do? Did Del Close do heroin? He was a yes. heroin guy, wasn't oh, he? Oh, he yeah. loved, yeah. yeah, horrifically. I forgot. Yeah, he could have been something if he wasn't so addicted to the to the Becker back juice. Yeah. Did oh, he some... died. Did he die pretty young? No. He got old. So. He yeah, made it old. Concerned. How did yeah. that happen? A lot Everyone's of junk. not bad for you. Yeah, as long as you can afford it and you're not destroying the rest of the structure of your life to buy it, mm. it's really not that bad. Yeah, most heroin addicts just die from uh, like infected wounds, gangrene, yeah. and malnutrition. And, yeah, that's why like right. people like Keith Richards and Live Forever is like buying heroin was never a problem for him. That money was easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like Hoffman. Little... Hoffman overdose. You can always overdose, but as long as you don't overdo it, like you can live forever. They just spike <laughs> they have. I like it. It makes me think of um, what's that character Martin Short used to do in Anglerfish? Oh, Clifford. Ed Ed, Ed Grimley. Grimley. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got a little <laughs> Grimley going on. I'm Grimble. <laughs> Crusty and Ed Grimley, and here I am, just a good-looking guy in the prime of his life. Yeah, right. you look like you. We found out how you look like. You tattled on yourself. Hey, Becker. I look like this. Lund looks like Andy Maine. <laughs> now she looks like me. She wishes. Actually, she Becker's got Becker, and she have similar hair. Yeah, yeah, and you have similar body in general. We did. Now she's. She's getting healthy, and I'm leaning into being big. Yeah, you're going full jack-in-the-box. They're going to have to put you back in the box. <laughs> Get it? We're going we're gonna to need a bigger box. We're going to need a bigger box for Lund's body. Well, it makes you feel any better. Me and Becker did the ad read while you were uh, blowing it, so that's good. Yeah, thanks. And thanks, Has anyone... thanks, Fume, for being such a great product. Has anyone said anything about me while you're up there? What's Sam up to? How's Sam? No, nobody cares. They're like, who who was that one guy that used to come through and break everybody's beds and say that he likes sleeping on the ground? 
<laughs> even though even though he started off in a hammock or a canopy bed that was that was uh sturdy but not sturdy enough no everybody loves you here evan vest was on the show last night josh barnes jessica grant will be coming through tonight uh mark hosted uh and i think is hosting again he's a nice guy he's he's newer on the scene i think he's only been here for a couple years or something what about baseball robbie is he there no baseball robbie uh he's a baseball oh listen to this dude last night uh detroit house of comedy shout out to all the fucking chubby heads that came out last night that was a fun show despite it being in a brea-esque cavern good god the stage at the fucking detroit house of comedy no joke 80 feet wide <laughs> like when you're standing in the middle you can barely see the people seated at the opposite ends it's like what why is this so big yeah. it was truly perplexing but this guy came up shout out this guy steve burrows who uh, hooked up uh detroit tigers tickets next week we're gonna go on the field me and emily and her family because of the man steve burrows yeah what a sweet thing to do right He's talking to me for like 10 minutes and he's just like, you know, I love you. Uh, I love the pod. I listen to you guys every fucking week, man. It's like the highlight of my week. And, uh, and this is after he just saw me do a stand-up show uh, and bought a ticket, you know, and has been talking to me on Instagram. And he says, yeah, I just I was wondering. I was like, hopefully Sam's going to be here. You know, I was like, is he going to bring Sam? But, uh, you know, it's okay. It, it's all right that uh, Sam's not here, but that would have been cool <laughs> if you brought Sam. What and the, I, and the, first, the first two times he said it, I was like, okay, well, he's just, like, misspeaking. Wasted. But then he kept, no, I don't, he wasn't wasted. He was with his, like, very polite wife. He was at a, literally had a liquid death in hand, a can. So I, so I was like, yeah, it would have been, I would have loved to have bring him. But, uh, you know, <laughs> he's, hmm. he's not, he wasn't available this weekend. So, uh, shout out, Steve. It was actually Sam the whole time. All right, buddy? <laughs> and when you sent that DM to Sam Talent on Instagram, that was also Sam. And uh, when <laughs> sam.talent at gmail.com sent you his email so you could forward him the tickets, guess what? Also <laughs> Sam. So, last night when you saw Sam Talent at the Detroit House of Comedy uh, and then bought a copy of Running the Light by Sam Talent, you were, in fact, talking to Sam. Lund doesn't sell my merch. Shows. <laughs> He's not, it's not just, it's not just a, a two-camera oh. system where it's me talking to myself like Phil Hendry. No, there's... You, you were talking to Sam, Steve. Shit, man. That's pretty yeah. fun. <laughs> it's nuts. It was completely insane. Oh, Damn. dude. And then last night... I know we're, we're probably at time, but last night... Um, we went after the show, me, Emily, Hannah, uh, her friend Chelsea Starin, and a couple of Hannah's friends went to this like bar where you can play board games and shit and like create Crazy. a bunch of edibles. Well, like, you know, they have like outdoor like giant beer pong and they have, you know, uh, uh, what's that thing? The sandbag toss cornhole. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the edibles kick in after we're there for two hours. And uh, I'm sitting between Hannah and her friend Tanya. And her friend Tanya says to me, man, this is like one of the best straws I've ever used. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Tanya? And she holds it up, and it's just a normal straw. And I was like, all right, Tanya, sure. And then I turned to Hannah, and she's like, do you have a good memory? I was like, uh, yeah, I think so. And she's like, you know when you watch the end of movies and the credits roll? 
I always thought it would be cool if you could memorize every name in the credits. <laughs> and I was like, Holy Jesus shit. Christ, Tana. <laughs> <laughs> God, I literally damn. looked at her and I was like, Jesus Christ, Tana. What are you talking about? She starts laughing so hard. And then Tanya starts laughing. So I'm just in between these two women screaming. And I was like, uh, I biffed it. I think he hit the lock button. Hopefully he'll be back in a second. He fucking biffed it. Out of nowhere. I for sure had gold in the dickhead Olympics. (laughs) I had a comfortable lead. I was cruising. Yep. And then he pulled right out ahead. And then so he, I'm reaching to hit the lock button. What the fuck? There he is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they were very high. That's, that's the point of that whole story. Your gold, you medal, be... your gold medal is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was mine, but I begrudgingly have to give it over oh. to you, the man. The, oh, king, the king the king of swing. <laughs> it's truly an honor to stand on this podium as uh, the best all time at the Dickhead Olympics. So anyway, did you guys fill time? Yeah. <laughs> Should we edit that out? What do we do? We're going to cut a little bit of it out, but it was mostly good. Nathan re-hit the okay. fume. Nice. All right, guys. Well, hey, uh, join our Patreon, uh, please. Chubby Behemoth is on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Chubby Behemoth gets you fun videos and uh, episodes every week. And all the money we are diverting right into uh, our new productions as far as the videos are concerned. You can also see me and Lund and Becker in Japan. The Tokyo listeners, keep hitting us up. Send those wrecks our way. And then Australia. I'm in Australia for all of fucking August. So come to Australia. Uh, those tickets are on samtalent.com. And then, you know, I come home and you got Boston. We got Austin. We're all over, man. Lund, where are you going to be? Uh, main thing is uh, August 10th, Soup's On will be live on YouTube. Whoa. Uh, just got the, uh, I think the the finished album art Thanks to Jordan Dahl. I'm stoked. I'll share that with you guys. Um, but yeah, there should be a preview link, a premiere link that will that I will share as soon as I get it. So that uh once that is live, you guys will be ready to blast. And uh yeah, I'm very excited, very happy with how everything has come along. So uh yeah, soup is about to be on. Oh yeah, I'm excited for that. Becker, anything? Uh, nope. I'm going to eat a lot of chicken in Japan. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. We're all going to eat a lot of chicken in Japan. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.